one last time. Man, what a week. E3 is gamer Christmas, essentially, and we just got through it, mostly. There are going to be game announcements for the rest of the month. You know that. We know we're getting an E3 event in July and an Annapurna event in July. So the game reveals are going to happen all summer. They got to queue up for the fall. And this fall's looking like it's going to be full of really great stuff. In wrapping up my coverage of at least the Freedom Games games that I got to interact with is today's episode. Happy Saturday, by the way. If you're listening to it the day it came out. If not, happy whatever day it is. You can listen to this whenever. I don't have any particular emotion towards people that listen to them later because I listen to podcasts late all the time because I'm really bad about keeping up on those things. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about Sands of Aura. So this game was the last game I played. Friday was full of interviews, chock full of interviews. So I was tired. I was a little punchy. And of all the interviews I scheduled, the last one's the one I fucked up the time on. So I thought this started at like 6.30 that night, but it started at 6. And so I got a message from them at like 5 after, like, hey, are you coming? And I was like, oh, shit, I made a mistake. Luckily... On my behalf, they were really, really, really cool. And I assume maybe a little bit that similar to me, they were also on the like punchy, I'm very tired, I've been doing this all day side of things. And so this interview is a blast. We have a lot of fun. We joke. We make fun of me for sure because the first time I played this game, I was very bad at it. And then we get to see their one of the members of their team, Cassidy, just absolutely destroy the whole time that he played. Made it look easy. Made me feel inadequate. It was great. It was a lot of fun to watch. So Sands of Aura is this action RPG. It's in a, it's in an isometric, like, extended third-person camera. And the, 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 the world is very dark, uh, at least in this first, in this demo that I got. Very dark, very reminiscent of like a Dark Souls game. The combat feels very, um, hmm, almost Darksiders. What was the Darksiders game that came out that was an isometric dungeon crawler? It kind of feels like that. I, I don't know if you have any guns in this. I doubt it because you have swords or staves or things like that. It's very cool. I got to sit in with three members of this team, Chashu Entertainment, which if you didn't know, I say this. Chashu Entertainment is, Chashu is like Japanese braised pork belly that you frequently find in ramen. So I had to do this whole thing hungry, which was great. Now I'm hungry again. Good job, Caleb. You're really good at this. Chashu Entertainment, um, they're making Sanzavara. I get to talk to three of them. I get to talk to Michael Shistik, uh, Eric Zhang, and Cassidy, I think, Fan? Fan? It's a blast. Enjoy this. I will have more content coming out in the future. I'm not sure how much of it's going to be specifically game-related, but we got to do a recap of E3. Also, check out the uh, Nerdy Bits website for any of the, any of the videos or any of the things that we do in the, in, the, in the meantime. Go to our YouTube, watch these videos, check out these games, see them, hop on Steam, and wishlist them. And then, of course, also check out the Nerdy Bits show, our other podcast that we do every other Thursday this last week, we talked about E3 at length, and then we will talk about who knows what next. Probably Loki, because that show is fucking wild. But yeah, enjoy everything. Thanks to Monster Cat for our music, of course. The, song's, the song in this uh, video 
And in sorry, the song in the Bounty Board podcast is now on my way up by Conroe. Song fucking rips. Monster Cat's awesome. Play Rocket League and you get a fully updated playlist of all the Monster Cat stuff coming out. It's dope. Anyway, this is Sansa Ara. Without further ado, allow these guys to take over, tell you about this game. There's a particular a couple of moments where Shistik really gets into what is happening in this game, what the world looks like, why it looks like the way it does. And it's absolutely endearing. It's very obvious that he and the rest of the guys are really, really into what they're making. And that's one of my favorite things to see. And we had fun. I've said this already. I'm going to take up less of your time. Check this out. Have fun. I'll see you guys sometime next week with more content. Peace. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Eric, you want to just uh, introduce yourself and go from there? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Eric Zan. I'm the producer for San Zipporah. I'm Cassidy Fawn. I'm the character artist and uh, animator for San Zavora. And I'm Michael Shistik. I'm the art director for San Zavora. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, good to meet you. So, uh, yeah, Cassidy will be playing for us today, and I'll give you kind of a brief introduction on the game and what we're going to be looking at. So, San Zavora is an open-world action RPG, and it's set in the decaying world of Talmhel, where an ancient spell plague has turned everything into an entropic ruin of sand and dust. Uh, today specifically, we're going to be starting a little bit further into the game. We're not going to be at the very beginning, and we're going to look at the ruins of Herwell. So everything within Talamhel has been flooded with this sea of sand, and only the spires of kingdoms and mountaintops are left to explore and untainted by the dust. So uh, whenever you're ready, Cassie, take us off. Sure. Uh, you are watching the stream, right? I, I am. Yes. To, I, for some reason, start without asking sometimes and people get left behind so <laughs> um like, what are you talking also, about no i've got it <laughs> to derail real quick though your room is freaking badass dude i was oh, thanks, i wanted man. i wanted to find a spot to say that it's, it's <laughs> yeah we uh we decided to finish room in the basement because we had a second kid coming so i just did all oh of this. Cool. congratulations thanks i bought a bunch of stuff and made it look as nice as possible it turned out better yeah. than i thought it would so you're gonna have a hard time keeping yeah. You're going to have a hard time it. keeping them out, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Too it's much true. fun in there. Yeah, I bring them down oh, and turn uh, the lights on, and they just stare. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so I just uh, I picked up a bunch of gear that was on the ground right here. Uh, this yeah. is not the first island that you're going to be at. This is an island you'll find later in the game. Gotcha. Uh, so okay. I put the, the armor. I'm going to ring the bell real quick to heal. Uh, basically, our bell works the same as the Dark Souls bonfire. It uh, re replenishes your health. It restores your healing bells and it reset uh, respawns all the enemies. Okay. And when you die, you'll respawn there. So it's a checkpoint as well. Yeah, I got into it a little bit before uh, before this. I played for about forty minutes. Uh, oh, I got oh. my ass kicked a lot, but it's it's fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, kind of see some of our secrets and uh, maybe understand the mechanics a little better. Because I know we don't have a tutorial for you guys since it's it's not the very beginning of the game. Sure. So totally understandable. Yeah, that's really why I'm doing this. My hope was just to get better at it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we are actually trying to focus on a lot of these RPG elements. Like, we are an action RPG game, but we do like RPG. So here, Danthea, she's one of the many NPCs within the game. Uh, she is a part of the Church of Lysis, and she's a manhunter within the organization. Uh, and because of that, the guardian of her well does not want her snooping around her well and doing her business. So she's asking us specifically, like, hey, can you go find this guy Calder and mark him for me or bring him to me? Uh, and it's up to you. Like, you can completely skip the quest. You can choose to interact with it. Or if you want to, you can murder her and take her stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's a guy a little <laughs> bit later that drops a gate on you and then 
slides yeah. his shovel across the gate and is like, "Come get him!" And I was like, first of all, screw this guy." <laughs> Second so, of all, I swung my sword at him and did damage, and I was like, "I'm just gonna kill you now." <laughs> and kill him. That's perfect. Nice. We, that's that's the kind of agency you want to leave the player to, like you know what they want to do with the different characters too, because they do yeah. kind of add to the story a little bit. True. On your choices. Yeah, if that guy's important, he's dead. Oops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, you you already made a weapon. Then I'm assuming since you've played, uh, do you, yeah. you is there any? Do you need any more um, explanation to any of this? Does any of it confuse you or? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it was it was a little not dense, but I was a little like, oh man, there's a lot of options. So I was really boring yeah. and made a sword. <laughs> but it <laughs> yeah, <worked>. sorry. <laughs> no, it's there's fine. over a thousand. There's over a thousand combinations, but in yeah. the full game. You won't have all of it at once like this. We were just trying to show off uh, what we what you could do possibly. Sure. Um, but in the full game, you'll actually have to go and find every single little piece uh, in the world. Right. So, that makes um, sense. Did you want me to pick a certain weapon or a weapon that you use? Uh, don't do the one I use. It's boring. Uh, do okay. dual. Oh yeah, do a dual handled or dual handles and axes, and then. All right. um, do the ally spawning pommel. That sounds cool. Ooh, okay. And then <laughs> All right. do the, yeah, do the Hashiran style. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll make that one real quick. And then I'm going to go ahead and then upgrade it real quick. Sure. And then did you pick up the spell blade? The, gem. the, the little gem. Yeah, I did. I did. And I was running cool, around cool. and creating like a lane of fire after I dashed. Right, awesome. Yeah. You're making it. You're making our uh, showcase really easy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some of the things that I kind of want to go over, and, and maybe, I don't know if it was clear in the UI. So on the bottom there, you have a few different bars. On the bottom left, you have that white bar. That's your health. On the bottom right, you have your stamina, and that gets drained as you're sprinting or dodging or blocking. Uh, and then the middle yellow circle, that's your special bar, and that's getting generated as you're hitting enemies. Uh, and th that correlates like every single uh, weapon handle type has its own special. So the dual wield, you kind of fling out your axes and they do like a boomerang effect and come back. Uh, and lastly, and probably most important, is the weapon cleansing bar. So there, that blue half crescent circle, what's that? what that's doing is as you're hitting the corrupt enemies within your world, your blades are slowly getting damaged by that corruption. Gotcha. And you want to you want to cleanse them to make sure that they're they're not uh, losing their damage because if it's fully drained, you're doing way less damage. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, it was like, you need to cleanse your blades. And I was like, why? And doing hits where we're doing like one or two. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, so here we have Alara. She's the guardian that I was mentioning earlier of Herwell. And she's kind of giving us a quick warning of like, hey, you're free to walk about the garden of Herwell. But if you start touching stuff or doing things that I don't like, there's going to be hell to pay for it after. And we'll find her later in the level. I, I'm not sure how far you got, but maybe you saw her as the boss fight. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even meet her. I went apparently everywhere else. <laughs> okay. awesome. So at least this is all new content for you. Yeah, so far I have it's, not seen this good. particular spot. Excellent. So that those orbs, those are the spawned allies, and they only last sure. ten seconds. But since we're hitting so fast, like there'll be moments where you're spawning like four or five even at a time if you're really lucky. Yeah. Sure. Um. One thing I wanted to mention too about that that uh, durability, that that weapon draining, the cleansing mechanic, is there's two reasons for Ooh. them. One, you might have read that some of the pommels, whenever you cleanse your weapon, that certain effects happen. 
The yeah. second reason we have that mechanic is uh, we don't want you to just go in and constantly being hack and slashing. We do want you to kind of go out and dance in combat and figure out times when you should go in and when you should go out and cleanse. Sure, sure. Yeah, I made the mistake of like seeing three guys and being like, if I just hit them fast, I'll be fine. And then they started throwing <laughs> stuff at me and I was like, oh no. I'm not going to lie. If you find the right builds and upgrade your web gear and shit enough, like you can find that combination too where sure. you, just, you just wail on dudes. Yeah, sure. It feels a little, uh, not feels a little, but it's kind of reminiscent of like just getting a good build in like Hades and being like, oh, I'm God. This is great. <laughs> There's uh, So one of the things people might think too when they come into our game, like it's that top down camera style. Maybe it's like Diablo or something like that. Sure. Ooh. Oh, dang, you dead. Uh, but it, it's a lot more like this. if you played like Dark Souls and games like that, like you yeah. have to be really careful with encounters. You can't go in just weapons blazing Usually. yeah i didn't i didn't even realize how to pick up or make a weapon at first so i was like okay. i guess they'll just hand me one in a second and i fought the first guy with my hands and got destroyed and was like all right well i should look around a little more next time i'm not i'm not gonna lie that would have been amazing like yeah i got like halfway through just punching things like holy shit oh yeah i was like this yeah. game's really hard no i got absolutely destroyed <laughs> Yeah, it's and uh, and it takes a bit of skill, and it's it's there's a lot of systems here that people might not be used to, so we totally understand that. Yeah, yeah, and at the beginning of the game, you do actually literally get handed a sword, so I can completely understand nice. that expectation. So yeah, well, yeah. there's also the like ring of clothing that I was like, this is convenient. There should be yeah, a sword yeah, nearby yeah. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> So actually, about the armor that you start with. So normally in the game, you do have to discover different armor and the pommels. So they're not just going to be like drops off of enemies. Sure. They're always going to be in like specific locations or from specific bosses. And they do really specific effects. So the ones we gave you guys to start out with is the Bellwether set. And if you have the full Bellwether set, it has a 20% chance where you're just completely not going to take damage. Or alternatively, the the armor set you can find in the ruins of Herwell, the Cavalier set. Whenever you pick up currency and you have the full set, you'll do stacking damage for a certain amount of time. So that was really powerful at clearing a level, but not so good at killing bosses. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, Cassidy is our best person to play this game. Like he's making this look super duper easy. So yeah, I don't feel I don't feel <laughs> challenged at all. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no emaciating going on here for me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of uh like Sorry. what uh influence I mean obviously like you've mentioned Dark Souls and you've mentioned some other things. Like what in terms of like visual aesthetic and like the world building were you inspired by? So uh, that's like a great question. So uh, yeah, like you said, Dark Souls, like the moodiness of those games we've always loved and Hollow Knight and things like that. But I've always like been a huge fan of the old Final Fantasy games as well. Like sure. I love the art style of Final Fantasy IX. And it's kind of like the merger between all those things that gave, gave us sort of a stylized and maybe even comical cartoony look, but in a still serious atmosphere of a world. Sure, sure. It's, uh, it's something like we're hoping it, it helps us stand out with our design. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it works. I think it works. There's a there's a Thank lot you. of this that like I don't want to say feels familiar, but it was a a mood that was really easily, uh, or maybe not easily. What's the word I'm looking for? Really well, like, like it gets the message across really quickly. Like as soon as I walked up the stairs and saw the rest of the not the rest, but the nearby map, I was like, oh, okay. 
cool. This place awesome. is going to be dangerous. And, you know, just the things that come across <laughs> with good world building, they came across really well. Oh, thank awesome. you. Yeah. One of the things I wish we could have shown you today and, and uh, like, explored with is the sailing mechanics. It's, like, one of the things we're really, really proud of and happy with. So, like, in a lot of other games, like, you'll just kind of select a level or you'll just go through a hallway and you'll be in a new area. But, like, we are saying we're open world. And what that means is, like, in the beginning level of Starspire Refuge, which is your home base, you'll be able to get on your Grain Wake, which is the ship that you have. It's a very and good name. The cam yeah, the thank you. The <laughs> camera will pan down. You'll see the horizon of rolling and shifting sands and these different structures out in the distance. And as long as there is a dock lamp and nothing blocking your way, you can choose to go to whatever level in whatever order you want to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, The so, uh, just as a little bit of an aside, so far the proper nouns in this game rock. <laughs> The names of the cities and the names of the oh, ship. Yeah, very good. You. Very good. Yeah, that's our writer, Henry. <laughs> that dude just pumps out lore and history and all kinds of cool stuff. So that's mostly his thing. mind. His mind is amazing. You ask him, hey, what, what should we name our boat? He'll like, give me two minutes. It comes back two minutes. But <laughs> like, it's called like, Greenwick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, where did you, uh, yes, where did you awesome. pull that out of, bro? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So uh, Cassie picked up two pieces oh, yes. of that Cavalier set. Uh, and yeah, you can explain the runes too if you want. Yeah, sorry, I just threw them on. I wasn't even thinking because I was get, enjoying the conversation. <laughs> sorry, you're good. You're good. Uh, so we got these uh, runes, and there are those like blue things that they drop off of enemies. Yeah. Uh, they, if you look in the bottom left, there's a bunch of stats. Uh, mm -hmm. Runes will drop that represent each of those stats. So if you wanted to be a really fast attacking uh, character, you could get find a bunch of those haste runes and put them in your armor. Uh, unfortunately, our armor is only rank one, so there's only one. Um, socket for runes sure. but at max level you could get five runes in there so you can wow. really push that speed you could push tankiness yeah. uh yeah so or if you like really rely on dodging you could put a ton in stamina are, are runes interchangeable or are they like socket yeah and, and forget it so if you put a rune in to something that already exists you lose the old rune okay but if you come here and you jump over to the um rune carver you can actually put your uh armor in there and then remove that rune so nice. you can then place it back in nice okay back in cool. wherever you want it <laughs> yeah yeah I, so. I love when games let you do that because a lot of times you will run into something and be like yeah i'm gonna put this here and then you get something better later that just works for the build you've discovered works for you yes and like exactly. that socket's filled and you can't empty it or yeah. you want to use that rune on something else and if you take it out it's destroyed and it's like well that sucks yeah. <laughs> exactly so, yeah, like Okay. This won't be on this island, though. Uh, all these things that you see in here, these will actually be from specific characters uh, that you find in the world. Sure. And you'll you'll bring them all back to your main base, uh, which is called Starspire Refuge. Um, and so you'll find a blacksmith, you'll find a weaponsmith, a rune carver. Um, yeah. And, and, oh, this last thing, I don't know if you noticed. Um, but we also have... you in. I, why did I never go back and talk to her again? In Starspire, you'll you'll find a priest, and that priest will be able to give you these blessings. And basically, it's a skill tree that um yeah. is like a permanent thing on your character. So um there's a lot of really broken, cool abilities uh, towards the end game, and you can really focus on uh, upgrading certain weapon types too if you're really enjoying like the dual wield, for example. Sure. Sure. Um, but this first row is like the basic, you know, increase armor, increase attack, and um, proccing your um, pommel effects. Sure, sure. Yeah, so That's we're going to awesome. go with um, the the damage on this one. I mean, it seems uh, like the most efficient. Uh, 
Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the further down talents, like uh, it activates, so you can have the main hand and offhand weapons. Uh, it activates both pommels at the same time. So if we have like two bonuses, we can start like really going into the customization and going wild as well. And sure. as you can imagine, like there's so many combos with the gear and the runes and the uh, different pommel types that you're probably maybe going to find something that either sucks or is super broken. And we're kind of okay sure. with that. Like it's a single player game. And if you find where all this thing, these things are and figure out the right combos, yeah, have at it. Break the game. One shot bosses. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, absolutely. There's a, I've, I've had a conversation earlier about um, Ruin Raiders and about how like XCOM games, those style of games always at a point have a place where if you figured it out, you can, for me, it's snipers. I can always make my snipers by the end be just the, just war horses. And I'm just yeah, destroying yeah, yeah. from a distance, and it breaks the game completely. But I love it because yeah, the developers, are, yeah, the developers out, are like, yeah. let's let them figure out something instead of yeah, actually yeah. like break it. So yeah, having those built in is really nice. Yeah, we always hate it when like there's too much design and they kind of soften all the edges, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so we dope. made it to the inner chamber of her. Well, there's Alara again, and she's kind of dispatched a bunch of grave robbers, and unfortunately for us. She kind of thinks we're a part of them. <laughs> so uh Kesty's gonna do his best to see if he can't defeat her. Uh, yeah, you have she's... been you have been walking around killing things and stealing their clothes, so <laughs> you haven't done much to make yourself not look like a grave robber. <laughs> yeah, listen, dude, the grave robber's life is for us, okay? <laughs> yeah. And we're just trying to defend ourselves. You just uh, have to say, ma'am, it's not I'm not grave robbing, I'm looting. But in video <laughs> games, it's, it's different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're trying to save the world here, all right? Yeah, I gotta look nice while I do it. Jeez. Yeah. So uh, Cassidy is absolutely annihilating her. She's trying to heal right there, and not anymore. Yikes. So, <laughs> yeah, at a certain point of, of uh, healing she'll, or health, she'll try to heal it back to full health. Um, by the way, she is absolutely getting destroyed right now. Normally, this doesn't happen. No, it's okay. This is really good because like, me watching this go, oh, I could do it. And then I'd get there and get <laughs> fucking destroyed. And I'd, I'd have to keep playing. Yeah. Come on, Cass, you got it. Easy. Don't get don't get greedy. Oh my god. Oh well my done. Goodness. So so slaughtered. yeah. We we barely touched the level, like you said. Like there's a whole other section that you went to than what we went to, and, and we hope you kinda keep going and, and checking the whole place out and giving her a shot as well. Yeah. Um so actually, one of the things that I really want to quickly mention here, with that guy we just talked to, Ackerman, one of the grave robbers we just saved, as well as Ulber, the one that you interacted with, uh, you ultimately will have a decision with both of these characters and with a lot of other characters in the game. So some of the characters you might bring back to town are like the blacksmiths or the weaponsmiths or the rune carvers, but also these other NPCs that like, well, grave robbers are maybe not the best people. Uh, so maybe they're grave robbers with the heart of gold, maybe they're who they live up to be and you bring them back to town and they give you quests or new rewards or maybe you'll leave and come back and they've killed an npc or stolen oh great that's awesome and we we don't want it to make make it obvious either like oh he's a grave robber he's going to be a bad guy like no nah, maybe not you know so yeah uh we want you to make those decisions and we hope that current encourages like replayability especially with the builds and the different story branches that you guys kind of come back and try different things out sure what uh in terms of like uh playtime like what's the goal in terms of like running from beginning to end like how long do you expect it to be 
So we're shooting for early access right now. Uh, yeah. And for early access, we're looking and from anywhere between six to eight hours. Okay. And uh, to, give, to give you an idea of like sizes and stuff. So Star Spire is like the main hub island. But once you leave, you'll have like four major islands. And this one here, we're considering the Runes of Hurlwell as something like a medium island. And I think this is about like an hour long for, for a new player. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> as Cassidy does it in like 12 minutes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Yeah, and keep in mind that six hour to eight hour um, time frame is actually based around me doing all the content that we have in six hours. So oh, okay. one of the sure. faster. So it'll be like it'll be like a, be be like a twenty hour game, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, hopefully, yeah. yeah. And, and then there's the gonna be version. somebody who does it in like an hour, and you're gonna be like, "But oh, how? Yeah. <laughs> how did they do that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they'll definitely be like in the full version of the game after early acts and all that stuff. We're shooting from like twenty to thirty hours. Nice. That's awesome. What? Uh, how long have you guys been working on it? Uh, we've been working about this for about four and a half to five years now. We started off with like a team of six of us, and then I think just in the last year, yeah, for about a year now, because we we we've grew the team up to twelve of us now. Nice, nice. This is this looks great, man. And what's yeah, your what's your timeline for doing early access? Uh, for early access, we are shooting for Q4 of this year or Q1 of next year. Nice. Um, that's that's the range at the moment. Yeah, that's awesome. I would, yeah, I, yeah, I would definitely like. I'm not a person that's ever really gotten into the Dark Souls games. I've played them for a few hours each, and then I like realize at some point I either don't have the patience or yeah. the patience to keep doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I always watch them and absolutely love them. But playing through this. Uh, for whatever reason, the first couple of times I got absolutely ransacked, I was like, uh-uh, no, got to do this again. I got to do this again. I can't, <laughs> can't be this bad. <laughs> we, hope, we hope, too, like, with the upgrades and the combos and all that stuff, that, like, as long as you do kind of find the different upgrades, that you would be able to overpower some of the content as well. Sure, yeah. This is really good draw distance, too. I like being able to see all the spots. Yeah, yeah that's, awesome. Thank that's you. really great. Uh, well, we're coming up on time. Is there any last-minute questions you want to ask us? Uh, I'm trying to think if I asked them all. Yeah, no, not really. The You were really descriptive talking through it, and I don't have any questions about how hard it is because Cassidy clearly <laughs> shows it's easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. No, this is... Oh, are you going to kill yourself? Does this kill you? Oh, no. Oh, what? Did you <laughs> land in my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fully activated God mode and just—I I swear to I've God, never I've seen actually that never seen that. I have yeah. never seen that either. That was That's insane. Speedrun strats. <laughs> yeah, just jumping yeah. off of maps and surviving. See, like that's, a boss. that's how they're gonna figure out how to beat it in like an hour. The whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're gonna run awesome. to one place, jump, and slingshot themselves to the moon. <laughs> yeah, to the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do uh, end up having any other questions about the game or our studio or the game industry, whatever it is, like, man, feel free to contact us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Sorry again for game. being late. No, I no, said, no, like, no, it's all good. I set like twenty meetings in my phone, and like none of them were wrong and i was like i did it and then you yeah i got messaged it was like you're late i was like shit well, i messed up one of them i messed up one um pretty much right on time too so dope before you leave how can people find you because i will probably use this audio and definitely some of the video after the embargo to show people what's going on how do people sure, sure. look you guys up follow you um any of that stuff that's a good question uh we we have a website it's uh Uh, We're also on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Sansevora. 
one word. Uh, and then we do have a Discord. The Discord link would be found on our Steam page or on our website. Yeah. Dope. As well as I, I think it's also on the profile description of our Twitter as well. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, perfect. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for thanks for showing. This is great. Yeah. Awesome. All right, All right man. Have a great rest of your day and hopefully enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Have a have a good E3 and get some rest because it's gonna be. I'm oh, sure gosh. you guys are all fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. You were. You were a breath of fresh air, though. Since you had already played it, we didn't have to, like, over-explain everything. Oh, dope. Yeah, Good. You. I'm glad I could help with that. Good. <laughs> All right, man. Good one. Take, Take it care. Easy, guys. Take care.